You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben Amin and Tatiana Keen Jones. For All Nerds Show is a member of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack. For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash for all nerds. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And what's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the For All Nerds show. The voice of the urban geek, the podcast where we discuss geek culture from the perspective of people of color. And as always, sitting in the captain's chair off his Twitter ban is your boy, DJ Ben Amin, a.k.a. Quentin Quarantino, Master Splinter Cell, Trinidad Bane. Keep that same energon when you see me. The redemption of Finn, Meek Millhouse. Hashtag Boyega's Block here in the spaceship tonight. And as always, I'm joined by Tatiana King Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as the Baptin Ameriba, the Ting of the North, Dame Diner Dash, Jay Prince of All Saints, Sean Jean Luc Picard, and Deuce Piccolo. Deuce Piccolo. <laughs> How <laughs> are you one. doing? I haven't used that. It, it's, um, it's been a minute, you know. Well, that's that's, let me a... say this. Let me let me actually, let me phrase that better because I, okay. my new thing is not to ask people how are they doing. It is how okay. are you holding up? Thank you, because I was gonna say how are you doing. It's a very loaded question. Very loaded. Um, and usually, not, I'm not talking about you personally, but usually when people ask that, they really aren't looking to hear you say exactly what it is. Nah. It's it's one of those passive phrases where people yeah. say how are you doing it, and you just say fine, even though you're not, you're yeah. dying. Um, or so on and so forth, and you just say fine because it's just the thing to say. It's the automatic response. As far as how I'm holding up, better than most. I say that because I still have my health. Mm. I still have my day job, so I still have um, funding coming in from a you know from a from a separate source. I'm able to do this podcast with you. Mm-hmm. I have support from you, the listeners, and and my family, everything else. So. This is similar to what you've been telling us since earlier this year, Ben. I mean, count your blessings. So mm. I've been doing, I, I listen. <laughs> Thank you for the lesson. I've been listening to your lessons, counting my blessings. Still have a lot of stress. Still have a lot of not so great things happening in my life. But at the same time, I want to focus on the things that I can control. Mm. So, so that's what I've been doing generally. <laughs> and that is very intelligent. And thank you for doing that. And that's thank you for reminding me of counting your blessings. And mm-hmm. I'd be forgetting some of the things I say on this show sometimes. And that's okay. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's like, you know, we do a lot of different shows that I forget what I say. People always remind me of it. And I'm like, wow, that was pretty dope. And I really need to listen to that myself. And usually on this show, I'm talking to myself when I'm talking to everyone out there because half the time I need to hear these things. Like, I need to remember to count my blessings. Mm-hmm. And I needed to count my blessings and say thank you to everybody out there because, man, it's been, I mean, for everyone, 2020 has been very rough. And for all of us, 
personally, black people especially, I feel like the last few weeks have been especially turned up in a way that I've probably never seen before in my life, I have to say. And I've seen a lot of, you know, turned up moments in black history. And I don't think I've ever seen anything like what I've seen recently. And it's been really encouraging. But at the same time, it's also been really, I don't want to say tiring, exhausting. Because Mm. it's been, you know, you'd realize that the fight is just beginning. And even with all these little tiny small victories we've had, there are massive amounts of work to be done. And so that, it's been rough. It's been rough. But I do want to say that's what one of the things that's been keeping me going and it's something that I really want to talk about real quick. It's like, I've been distressing this. I've had this distression with two of my friends at certain points. And they both have told me that, you know, uh, let's say, how do I phrase it? How they phrase it is that most of the listeners of the show only know me from a certain perspective, right? They only know mm. us from a certain perspective. They know us from Twitter, from Instagram, et cetera, and they know us from the show. But sure. they don't know us like your friends who've known you, you know, a long time know you. Right. And... The distraction always comes up because I'm always like, well, these people out here who listen to the show who don't know me like that, they support me. And I've always told people, yes. that's not even a, that's not unique to me. That's a universal thing. Like, uh, I'll tell this story, like with Young Guru, you know, that's my dude. I've known him forever. And I, I when I first heard Kanye West rap, uh, he had this song, My Way. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this nigga, you know, because I already knew his beats were stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was like, I could not believe that his beats were that stupid and he could rap like that. So I called Guru up immediately. Like, yo, this dude is to be bigger than Jay-Z. He was like, what? Started laughing at me. <laughs> you know, and I was like, all right, you know, you bugging because this guy, I see it. You know, this guy, da, 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 da. he got all these qualities that's going to make him a superstar. And so he was like, ah, you know, but he didn't see it because he was too close to him and he'd known him too long. Right. And that's just how it works. That's a universal thing. When you know people too long, you always see them, or not all the time, but a lot of times you see them as how they were. So that goes to say, what I'm saying with all of this is that I'm so thankful to the people out there who would listen to this show, who support the both of us, who support all of us involved in the For All Nerds fam, who support each other. Because it's like, I don't really, as Tatiana knows, I don't get that much gratification from like social media and... <laughs> And these type of places and all that. I really get gratification from the idea that we're helping people to, to live better lives and to live their best life. And that we're encouraging people out there to do things that they love and to follow their dreams and everything that comes with it. And just to count their blessings and all the things we talk about on the show. So, yeah, definitely. Thank you. And I also echo that. Thank you to everyone who has ever listened to us and continues to listen to us and shares their love. Like I understand that also sometimes it takes some energy to tell people that you appreciate them. Mm. Sometimes it's not easy to tell, to be honest and, and tell people outright how you feel there. There's thoughts of rejection. There's thoughts of just random fear. Like, like it's all sorts of things. So please understand when I say it's monumental and very important to me when I do hear from you guys, whether it's, and, and, and you know, I got to stop saying you guys. I'm trying not to yeah. <laughs> use that gendered Hey, you guys. But, <laughs> well, well, that, hey but also, <laughs> I'm also trying to stop myself using gendered On today's like show. 
but <laughs> you all, I, I really appreciate you all when, when you talk to us, whether it's in Twitch chat, whether it's you guys send, excuse, I did it again. You all <laughs> send messages when you all send emails, chats, whatever it is, all of that matters. Mm. Patreon matters. Twitch matters. A DM matters. A, a GIF on Twitter matters. All of that matters because it you're sharing your energy with me. You're sharing your energy with us and you're sharing your love. And I do not, and Ben I mean doesn't, but we do not take that for granted whatsoever. And the other point I wanted to make, Ben, for you particularly, was the fact that I think we also have to understand that this show and everything we're doing Everything we've been doing for the last, what, six years or so, seven, it's been recorded. Mm. We quite literally, in every sense of the word, we are immortal. Mm. Like, our physical bodies are going to decompose and be gone one day. Yeah. But our voices, hopefully, 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 the internet doesn't just stop into a black hole one day. But I always have the, I always say this adage, the internet is forever. Mm. And I know that God willing that my children or, or my family in the future and, and same with you, Ben, that no matter what happens to you, your voice and your thoughts will always continue to live on, at least digitally. Mm. And our impact will still live on with the people who continue to support us. So that is so weird. It's weird, <laughs> but it's so true. Like I sat as you were talking, I was like, bam, like we're 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 gonna live forever. And it's like also it's already the- done. The idea that, you know, what we've been talking about has been on here, like it's been a progression, you know, of our lives and everything. And I know that because I go back and listen to, you know, rest in peace to Combat Jack and to that whole show. And I hear the progression. And even if you uh, take the time and stroll through all the fallen earths on SoundCloud and go back to the beginning, you want to talk about progression (laughs) because... Lots Oof. of progression, yeah, lots of rough. self-checking, it was lots rough. of self, there's lots of self-owns, <laughs> yeah. um, there's some stuff, just, just approaches and things I've said in the past where I cringe now, mm. and I'm just like, and, and that's okay, because it's called growth, yes. <laughs> it's called growth, it's called learning, and I absolutely, let me say this, if I never say this again, let me say this, I appreciate y'all for never dragging me. <laughs> Mm. Y'all, if, if I said something that was questionable or otherwise, you guys had the patience and the love to educate, but not like put me on the Summer Jam screen and be like, you're horrible. You suck. Yo, you remember the Tumblr post? <laughs> oh, uh, no. You, you remember the Tumblr post when I got put on the Summer Jam screen? Oh, I, I have no, no, I don't. Actually. Oh, you're acting like Commissioner Gordon when uh, my man was asking about Two-Face. <laughs> I have no idea. What, what did they call me down to Gotham PD? I don't know anything about that. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. But anyway, I'm going to Oh, you forgot. You forgot because you remember then. Let me tell you, well, folks, I I'm got I'm sure put, I did and probably made it worse. I got but... put on the Tumblr summer. If there's a such thing as the Tumblr summer jam screen, I got put on it by one of our <laughs> listeners. Dread through the mud for like paragraphs i mean it ha- slapped it around happens to the best of us it was sometimes listen and also sometimes it's warranted sometimes Probably everybody needs a good was. drag my mama dragged me all through my childhood because i needed it mm. you know what i'm saying so sometimes it's happened but but i just like i said i i am appreciative that i did not have to go through that instead i was i, I was educated through love and understanding so so thank you i'm i'm i'm, I'm appreciate that very uh, very very i much. was dragged horribly 
But but you're but look, you're stronger because of it. You're smarter because of it. Facts. I'm here. You now. didn't die. But what what's the what's the saying? <laughs> but did you die? <laughs> Not at all. No. So and you didn't get dragged for. Well, I don't. Again, I don't remember quite what you were dragged for. But I don't you either. You. I don't think you got dragged for anything like really like severe like. How dare you? It was pretty have much that, that I was like a terrible host and I should give up. You know, oh, that okay. was pretty that's, much it. No, that's just hating. Yeah, it, it was, you know, it was pretty much that was it. Like they couldn't stand to hear me, you know, all that type of things. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, if, if, no, 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 no. That, that's nothing. So, but we say all that to say this. Thank you guys for the love. Thank y'all for 12,000 plus followers on Twitter. Mm. Fam, that shit is bugged out to me. Thank y'all for 8,000 plus followers on Instagram. Mm. I think I, I, I mean, I don't be on Facebook like that, but I think the Facebook, shout out to our social media manager. Thank you. I think our Facebook's at like 3K or more. Who mm-hmm. knows? Point is, y'all are out here. Y'all are building us up heavy and it matters. I keep telling y'all all the retweets, all the shares, all the subscriptions, Everything you do, every little piece matters so much. So thank you for showing the love. And please, please let me please share my appreciation to everything you guys are doing. That being said, we gotta we're trying to give y'all also a big shout out for what y'all did Mm. on our watch party this past Saturday. Y'all fucking tore the roof off that motherfucker enough that we got a hashtag trending. Boyega's block. All, what? all out there. I have screenshots. It happened. And uh, I think I'll post those tomorrow when we drop this show. Because that moment for me, because like I said, going into it, we both knew that Attack the Block was to be trending all over the place. We knew the power of the fan fam. We saw the love from Gate. As soon as we dropped the flyer, you know, it was insanity. People were like, okay, this is it. The official Attack the Block watch party. People were at John Boyega. People were at everyone. Joe Cornish himself, the writer, director of the flick. We talked to him. He's coming on the show soon. He was in full support of it. The only problem with him was he's in London at the time, and he was like, yo, ain't no way I'm going to be up at that time. Yeah, he's (laughs) like straight up and down, dog. I ain't making it. You know, and so, but he sent his full love and support. He loved everything about it. You know, he was like, that's so dope. that He posted it on his Instagram and was speaking exactly about what we were speaking about, that we were honoring John Boyega. For what he's been doing for his speech, which I downloaded myself. I've been cutting up his speech all day on the DJ. I'm about to put that on a set. It's crazy. But yeah, that, yo, I mean, I can't say it enough. Like, you know, to see the love for the show, to see people being like, yo, foreigners started this, you know, duh, mm-hmm. duh, 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 to oh, see everyone. That makes me so proud when y'all be like, Yo, I think that belongs to four old nerds. Give them credit. <laughs> like, yeah, even when even we did stuff do that's it. not ours. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to the Avengers video. And I cannot pronounce their name, but I think it's Van Tiosen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They yeah. uh they they didn't they didn't actually they actually like at one point they closed their account because they were getting too they were getting too much shine yeah. and they, they they were a little um bugged out uh, uncomfortable. They're, but yeah. they but but we were made sure once we found out who it was because we did ask who made this as mm-hmm. as as the internet says and someone actually hit us and say oh Van made it I'm I'm just gonna use the name Van because like you said I don't know the full the full at name yeah and as soon as we did it we show love immediately mm-hmm. because like 
It's the same thing. We want our props and we want y'all to show love. And, and the same thing, we want to give y'all props and show y'all love, especially when y'all put out content like that. Like that's, that, that was bananas. So, bananas. If y'all don't know bananas. what we're talking about, you need to be following us at For All Nerds on our Twitter and on Instagram. It's basically an edit of the portal scene from Avengers. And Van put all kind of dope things on it. Like what had me crying that day was the whole K pop love and what K pop has been doing because. I am one of the biggest haters of the fan cams, and I have turned- I love K-pop. Oh, I've turned into the biggest fan. The music, I've never hated on. I've always loved the music. The music, you know, I get it. Any good music, I don't give a damn what language it's in. I always get it. You know, it's like, if you make a banger, it's a banger. And I'm a DJ, and I love shit that bangs at Ross parties. And I DJed a wedding once, and they, you know, requested a bunch of K-pop, and they were going off, and that made me even more hype. Yes. So- By the way, I'm BTS Army adjacent. Thank you. There you go. But yeah, um, the memes and everything, and that's just been so beautiful, man. That's one of the things that has been so encouraging is to see all of these different people coming together from all these different spectrums, everybody demanding change and everybody being like, yo, fuck that. This is it. You mm-hmm. know, like what John Boyega was saying, like, I ain't waiting, you know, and that stuff has been giving me so much hope and so much love, but. Once again, thank you. We are going to do another watch party. Uh, I actually put it out there for um, Spike Lee's new joint, which is dropping on Netflix. Actually, by the time you hear this, but the reaction was minimal to that, I have to say. Yeah, so I mean, I can't say I was excited when you said it. And that's it, another thing. A lot of people think like we like work in tandem online. We don't. <laughs> no. So when you see stuff come out, the four owners account or, or, you know, whatever it's, it could be Ben. It could be me. It could be somebody else. It could be any number <laughs> like, of people at this point. Yeah. It's a number of people. So I, you know, I, when I did see that, I was just like, eh, um, yep. But but before before we move on, I did want to say, and this is not an ad. I just wanted to say thank you to Pluto TV. Mm. Without Pluto TV, that that a very good portion of of uh, the Attack the Block Watch Party wouldn't be possible because uh, you know after we put it out that we were going to watch it on on Pluto TV, they reached out to us. We talked to them. They changed an entire programming schedule for us to mm. make sure that this worked. So thank you immensely, and also thank you to Chasing Lux there of Thumbstick Mafia who uh, was, was basically our, our, our co-planner for this. Um, she also had the, had the same idea that we had. And we was like, well, shit, let's, let's, let's just work together. Black woman leading her own thing. We want to make sure that we're, we're uplifting each other. So we made it happen. So mm-hmm. thank you. And make sure you follow them on Twitter, on Twitch. We're definitely going to be doing more things with them very soon. Yeah. There's uh, a lot. Pluto TV, uh, Thumbstick Mafia, and Chasing Lux. L-U-X, uh, if you want to follow those. Um, and Pluto TV, just for those who don't know, it's, if you remember, for, for, I don't know, if you remember back in the day when you would turn on the TV and you would just get channels. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, this is the same thing, but just streaming, where literally you go to PlutoTV.com or Pluto.TV. You don't have to sign up or put your email or anything. You can literally just click watch on the web and the TV just starts. Like, it's yep. just there. You can you have mad channels. It looks like how you would if you have cable or whatever. And, um, and, and, and it's like good stuff. It's not just random content, but you can get local channels and shit like that. Uh, and then if you get the app, it's, it's just a little easier to use. Um, that one, obviously you got to download at least, um, and maybe sign up if you want more features. But point is free platform for TV. The, apparently they've been showing attack the block. They've been showing a lot of cool things. And as Benjamin said, if you see a film or something on there where you want us to do a live, excuse me, a, well, yeah, a live tweet and a watch party. 
hit us up. Mm-hmm. Let People. us know. And 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 again, Pluto TV is our friend now, so <laughs> we're gonna make it happen with them. Yeah, people have been suggesting Blade, which we're thinking about, but the way Wesley has been ah, curving us the, forever, the way, ben, it just doesn't seem right. You know what I mean? Ben, can I say this? Yeah. I, and and this might be a blaspheme to to very very long time say listeners. It. Can we replace Wesley with John Boyega? Mm. What's your favorite? But see, John Boyega doesn't have the flip. Uh, we can't we can't I, do that question. I'm just talking about as a as a as a at that man. Yeah, we can no, definitely replace no. him as that. Yeah. Just as like a pseudo, I don't want to say mascot, but like as a pseudo pantheon god. Like we've always had Wesley Snipes as one of the pantheon gods of of four old nerds, even when it was back when it was fan bros. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like maybe it's time to update. Mm. Not to I say mean, that all of a sudden John has been tweeting us. He hasn't. He doesn't follow us, but still. He has liked our tweets. He has liked it. Yes. Wesley does follow us and then curves us. No, he has liked our tweets too. Like even the yes. tweets that say, yo, come on. He likes it and then we never hear from him again. Curve. The hardcore <laughs> curve. Um, I, I've been thinking about the guac question. I mean, the brap question and replacing that with Will Smith. I will say that, which sounds like blasphemy. I mean, we can replace it with anybody at this point. It's just that I just Oops. feel like I don't know. And, and this is, and this, again, this is called growth. I don't know if Wesley Snipes is any longer the patron saint of this show. Mm, far from it. Yeah. I would so. say that far from it. There's a lot. I mean, of he hasn't put, been in quite some time for being honest, but yeah. I just mean officially we've never really talked about it. Right about now, we got a lot of, I mean, it just, you know, if we want to just throw celebrity blue checks, you know, we got a lot of people who really love and support this show. Like on a daily. On a daily. You know, so Wesley. Shout out, shout out to co-director of Spider-Verse, Peter Ramsey, who was on the watch party and live to with us the entire night. Yes. Shout out to so many people if we want to start so. doing that. That was, you know, stupid, stupid, stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to take a quick break right here. You know, once again, thank you to everyone out there. It has been, like we say, it's been a stressful couple of weeks, but at the same time, and we're counting our blessings. It's been an amazing couple of weeks because y'all have just been showing us so much love. And we're going to keep on doing that right after the break. Hi, I'm Professor Brandon Obunu, a scientist who studies genetics and epidemics. And when I'm not doing long division, I'm listening to For All Nerds. Hey, yo, this is Danny Lore. And this is Vida Ayala. And we are Twin Speaks. And when we are not writing Ironheart or James Bond, we are listening to For All Nerds. Hi, my name is Genevieve King, and I play Jackie Veda on Netflix's Lock and Key. When I'm not cooking up new recipes in my kitchen, then I'm listening to For All Nerds. Hey, everybody. This is Peter Ramsey. I am the director of Rise of the Guardians and one of the directors of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And I like to listen to For All Nerds with Tatiana and the great Benjamin. Hey, this is Hiro Karangawa, actor and playwright. And you are listening to For All Nerds all the way. Hi, this is Lexi Alexander, and I'm a filmmaker and a writer. And when I'm not playing with my vintage toys and feeding myself and my dog, then I'm listening to For All Nerds. Hey, what's up? This is Otto Asado, and when I'm not on television and movie sets, I am listening to For All Nerds.
And what's up y'all and welcome back to this episode of the For All Nerds Show As always, make sure you're subscribed on all those various platforms You know, follow us on Twitter, on Instagram Over on Twitch where we are doing bit bit things You can still catch the latest action on Twitch What did we just do on there? Oh yeah, we just had the dope ass after party for <laughs> Boyega's Block Hashtag Boyega's Block for the attack the block hashtag yeah. Uh, it was a kickback, man. It was a kickback. We were we talking about the movie, talking about the themes and everything. Like, basically, just talking about the movie with, with a bunch of people in the chat. Um, I want to also, again, shout out Jackie Alcine. If you guys, mm. I did it again. If you all were in the chat, uh, five of you lucky people received a free subscription to our Twitch channel, courtesy of Jackie Elsie I did not know he was going to do that, but I'm glad he did. I think that's awesome. And really awesome things happen like that all the time. But the only way you can get a chance of getting those things is if you are sub- if you are subscribed, if you're following us, if you're joining us. Yes. Whenever follow. you can. Because if, you know, then they, if they're subscribed, they wouldn't get a free subscription. Right. But that. subscribed on things like this podcast. Yes. SoundCloud, iTunes. All those different platforms where you can find everywhere except Tidal still to this day. But we're working on that. Don't worry about it. Anywhere else you can find stuff. Spotify. Uh, you know, we don't do that bit. Spotify anymore. Not right now. Not right now. <laughs> we chilling Unless on that Spotify one. Spotify some Spotify cash. Yeah, yeah. We working into on that. the Fall Nerds Fund. Working on that. But yeah, you can find us on all those platforms. Make sure you subscribe. Leave a rating, five stars, a comment, especially on iTunes. That helps us so much if you do that. So thank you to everybody who has been doing that. It is so beautiful to see. Once again, let me say it. Thank you to everybody because the growth the growth on Twitter, on Twitch, on Instagram lately has been tremendous. Y'all have been showing so much love. There's been a lot of love for black-led creatives lately. And seeing our name pop up amongst those people has been fantastic. Yes. Continue doing that. Make sure you add us at DJ Ben I mean at Tatiana, Tatiana King, at For All Nerds. You know, and thank you for that type of love and support. Because I need it because, you know, my ass, you know, is over here getting kicked off of, you know, social yeah. media platforms <laughs> left and right. <laughs> what happened, bro? I mean, what hasn't <laughs> happened lately for me? I think I think that's yeah, a, you, you, Instagram. Is still, no, no. I was banned from Instagram live for like you were ten, 20 minutes or so, I think. But Ben, but Ben was banned a couple of days ago on Twitter mm. for half a day. Half a day. <laughs> what were you doing? And it's what's funny is. Everyone, in, as soon as I tweeted it, 90% of the responses were, what did Ben do now? <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, it was also funny to see it because I, for most of it, the band worked where I could still see what was going on on Twitter. Later mm. on, like as they got closer to coming off, it got weird where I, it just kept telling me I was banned and I couldn't really see what was going on. Damn. Yeah, it was cold-blooded. But... um. What was interesting to me was what was hilarious was at the beginning of the band when I was looking at it, once you tweeted that, everyone started liking all my old tweets. Like people were going through Aww. my tweets, you know, looking around, trying to see exactly <laughs> what I said, <laughs> but I'd already deleted what I said. So, you know. But, now, did you delete it or did Twitter force no, you to delete it? No, like, I mean, they basically force you to delete it. If you want to get your account back, you have to Shit. delete it. Yeah. So wait, they tell you delete this shit or never come back? Or never come back. Yeah. Go away. <laughs> never come back. They gollum your ass. 
<laughs> no. Um, yeah, pretty much. I think so. I have it screenshotted so I could look at it and tell you exactly what was said. But pretty much it was like deleted. And it was one of those things where I felt like I did step over the line. You know, just but did you though? Well, I'll say this, and I'll say exactly what I said, and you know, our wonderful sound editor can eliminate some of what I said if need be. I called um, Terry Crews and two other very Republican. I think one of them is running for Senate or something. Black men who. Judging by their Twitter feeds, we're all about the cops and how great they are and et cetera, other nonsense that I just can't abide by. And they were actually sitting there commending Terry Crews for his ridiculously insane stance about black supremacy. Oh, my God. And also saying, you know, they felt him when people called them coons that they felt like, you know, they were just dismissing their viewpoints and et cetera. And I so I said something <laughs> to the point of, oh, well, look over here. It's Coon County. <laughs> you know, I'm a slave to alliteration. You know, I just, I love me some alliteration. Like, it just, you know, I grew up on comic books, folks. Peter Parker, Clark Kent, whatever. You know, I just love me some alliteration. So, now, Coon that's County. what I call funny. Yeah, it was too perfect. You know, you were mad about being called Coons, and all three are standing around, you know, complaining about it, so. Coon County over here. And I I really don't have any regrets other than to say that not only are they coons. I mean, I wouldn't say that they're coons, you know, because that might be disrespectful. But I do feel like... It is disrespectful. That's the point. But I don't feel like I first. need to be disrespectful to say that Terry Crews and those of his ilk have views that are ridiculous and harmful and... I don't have time for them in 2020. That's That's yep. been my... That's what I've yep. been coming to the... Not realization. I've been like this. You know, I've been like this, and you know, people say, well, my but, man, but a greater understanding. Yeah, my man, Chameleon Air, once said, people say you change overnight. And he said, I've been like this since last week. And, you know, <laughs> like, that's how I feel. Like, I don't have time to argue with nonsense in 2020. You know, we have to, because that's a problem. Like, because of this president and just the current climate in general, we have this idea that everyone's a fucking expert. And that's just not how it is. You know, and unless you study stuff and really know, have knowledge and facts and evidence to back you up. And even more than that, personal stories really help, you know, and like personal experience. I don't want to hear it. And I don't want to hear about black supremacy, you know, and I don't want to hear about how the police, you know, us as black people need to respect the police. And I don't want to hear any of this fucking bullshit. You know, in general, like I just don't have time for that type of nonsense. You know, like that is not me. To me, all cops are complicit. I won't go as far as saying all cops are bastards, but I will say that police are derived from slave catchers and overseers. And if you join the police force, you sh- you have to have knowledge of that history and know what uniform you're putting on. You know, and the police in general are always built to protect the property of rich people which back in the day was slaves and is still property in general and never about us. And I think up to the Supreme Court has ruled that they don't even have to protect and serve. So mm. I don't want to hear any of that's bullshit, you know, because that's all bullshit. And I have friends who are cops and I've told them this, you know, straight mm. up and down once they put that uniform on, how I felt about them. 
you know, one of my <laughs> friends was a cop for a year or so, and now he's back to doing something else. And I'm really happy for that because I do not fuck with the police. And I do believe we should defund the police, et cetera, demilitarize the police. We need a complete change in the system on a lot of levels. So I just don't have time for nonsense. And Terry Crews, I feel like, is spinning a lot of nonsense. I feel like Hollywood in general these days spits a lot of nonsense. And, who I'm going off, but... Real quick, like one thing, like it's funny because people talk all this like, oh, you know, they love the left, you know, left side and left wing and right wing. And I think it was Ice-T who tweeted the best the other day. He's like, I don't give a fuck about left wing or right wing. They still on the same bird. And anyone who tries to like someone was like asking actually Let's See Alexander about leftist podcasts. And I responded for all nerds. But we're not really leftists. You know, I don't consider myself to be left wing or right wing. I consider myself to have a lot of liberal ideas because I think, you know, the opposite is kind of stupid. You know, I just don't think of like, you know, I think everyone should have equal rights. That's a fucking obvious thing. And I yeah. think that white supremacy is some evil bullshit and all that nonsense. But I also don't think the government should be involved in everything we do. And if that's a conservative idea, that's just, you know, that's common sense to me as well, you know. There's cer- certain things. Yeah. Certain things. You know? Yeah, it's, it's just you can't really put yourself in a box. No, um, you cannot def- put yourself in a box. At least definitely for me, not in this country. These two parties were not built for me. No. <laughs> so yeah, I can't. I'm not aligning myself with any of this. I will vote. I align myself with the people. Yes, I will vote for anyone to get this fucking numb straw out of this fucking office. So that goes without saying, oh, man. I think that was enough politics right. for this episode you, you gotta, of the Fall Nerd Show, you know? <laughs> You're right. You got it out. I got it out. Like I say, you know, we've been going through it, folks, but we are here for you just like y'all been here for us. And I know a lot of y'all right out on these streets, man. Shout out to all the Combat Jack sons because I've been seeing all of the Osei boys out there, you know, and that type of stuff is so dope to me to see these younger, the youth, everyone. I mean, from the youth to the old people, you know, like everyone, like it's just been amazing, you know, and that's the thing. We are never have been the ones to shy away from this stuff. You know, no. like you can go back through all like like you said, our immortal records <laughs> and it's always there. This is built into our DNA here on Fall Nerds to our new listeners, to our old listeners. You already know what we're about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and really our very our very existence is political in nature. So mm. you can't a lot of people want to say, Well, why don't you separate it? We can't. Nah, and I ain't got time for that either. And we won't. (laughs) Nope. But the people who who like that are still here, still listening. And I do want to share something that will probably make you feel a little better, Ben. Mm. And and it actually made, it's the brightest spot in 2020, actually, right now. Okay. The PlayStation 5 reveal. My nigga. Mm. Oh, my God. Mm. They set it off so right, though, right? Spider-Man Miles Morales. Ah! The game. The graphics. The characters. The writing. Well, I don't know about the writing yet. We haven't heard it or we haven't played it yet. But still, the writing. Mm-hmm. If, there, if, this, if the Spider-Man game that came out last year is any indication. Like that, just mwah, chef's kiss. What do you think about it? Come on, fam. <laughs> like, come on. Right, have you finished the first one yet? No. Oh. All right. Well, first of all, like, we can talk about it though. Just yeah, I mean, we can talk about it without spoilers and everything. I think the first one is just generally, it's, I, it was unbelievable to me because I remember leading up to it, like I remember the reveal at E3 or whatever, and I was like, ah, it looks like Batman, but Spider Man, 
You know, whatever. <laughs> I've played the Batman games to death. I, I love them. I mean, the hate. Ready Hater One. Ready Hater One was there, and but a lot of people were feeling that. You know, people were not that blown away because the section they showed wasn't that ill. And it, even when I got the game right, the beginning of it, you fight Kingpin. You're in this room. He whooped my ass a couple times. I couldn't get out of the goddamn room. So I was like, <laughs> this shit is annoying. And then I get up to the rooftop after I whoop his ass. And I take my first swing off the roof and the music hits in. And to this day, I wish I recorded myself because I was about to cry. I was screaming. And the game is just incredible, amazing from there on out. And it's easily one of my top five, top three. Damn, I don't know. Yeah, I'd have to say top five video game experiences of all time. Like the Mm. writing, the gameplay. To this day, I'm two years later, two plus years later, I'm still playing it. Like, I'll be playing it up until the new one drops because the oh photo Oh, my God, it mode, has been two years. Yeah, I said two last years. Year. Yeah, Jeez. two years. No, two plus. I was in L.A. when it dropped. I was all in L.A. playing the shit out of this damn Spider-Man game. And it's just, like, one of the most... And for them to come back... And this thing, I so far, no one knows enough about this game yet. They're, everyone's not sure if it's an add-on or, like, a... It's not an add-on because it's built for PlayStation 5. But they're not sure like if it's a, a direct whole sequel. Right. Okay. Or is it just like they're going to use the same, you know, engine? I mean, they're definitely use the same engine and all that, but the same, uh, I don't know, backgrounds and everything. Yeah. Are they going to add anything or are they just going to throw miles into the game with a new story? I'm, me, myself, personally, I'm going to get it anyway. It doesn't <laughs> effing matter to me because they're adding miles into the game. It's about miles. It looks to me like to be a whole ass game. You know, it's been two years. I think mm-hmm. it's time. Yeah. And sh- and shout out to Evan Narcisse, yes. friend of the show, uh, who works at uh, Kotaku. I don't know if he's still there, but he's No, he, no, he formerly at, at Kotaku. Former Kotaku. Now big time writer doing all kinds of different things. He actually got some other things that I know about cooking, but yes, he's working yes, he- on or he worked on the Spider Man Miles Morales game. So we're gonna on have to black- have him on here soon. He worked on Black Panther stories. Mm-hmm. Um, he he worked on this game. Um, you know, he he wrote for this. So shout out to him. Um, I, I know that was hard to keep a secret. Mm. I, I I would die if I got to write for this. Yeah. The other game that I flipped my shit over because I once it came up, I was like, holy shit! I remember this from last year, E three, Death Loop, mm. Death Loop by Arcane Studios. It and I'll, I'll give you guys the, the the quick synopsis of what it is, but. It stars two black assassins. And the way it works is you play as the, uh, the male assassin. His name is Colt. He's trapped in a time loop on an island, and he's doomed to repeat the same day for eternity. The only way he can escape is to assassinate eight targets before the day resets. And at the same time, he has to fight against the other assassin, the female assassin named Juliana. She's a rival assassin, and I believe is played by another human. Her job is to kill the uh, kill cult and keep the death loop cycle going. Mm. So it's head to head assassins against each other. And like I said, the fact that they were both they're both black characters, main characters, like th- th- that's all my jam. That's all my shit. I was so fucking excited when when they teased it last year at E3, and then to see this come alive during the PS5 reveal session is just phenomenal. So I am super excited to play that game. And really, there's 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 a whole slew of games that I'm super excited to play. Enough where I tweeted, "Gamer Tati is back!" Like mm. for real. I I have not been this excited about gaming in so freaking long. 
I immediately was like, I'm getting a PS5. I already like earmarked seven games that I'm getting for sure. Um, you know, Spider-Man, Deathloop, uh, Kenna, probably Horizon Zero Dawn. Like, I'm I'm here. I'm ready. My Twitch will be hot. I'm telling you guys. All right, all right. Big talk I'm right there. It's big talk, but it's it's big real talk. Like I I, I the only thing I'm I'm nervous. I don't know how I'm supposed to find the time to play all this mm, stuff. Facts. I already know. Like right now, it seems like we have a lot of time, but it, that's not going to be the case, you know, in, in a few in a few. So I don't know, man. And even then, like, we ain't got a lot of time now. All this other stuff we got going on, but yeah, I personally know I still haven't even played the first Horizon Zero Dawn. One of these days, I'm gonna make some time for that. I actually just recently. I pretty much finished Final Fantasy Remake. I got to the... Um, <laughs> Your favorite game. <laughs> that, I mean, has been slogging through the last half of this game. Yeah, and it's a slog. And that, that is that. There's no other way to describe that. that. And I have to say, I was highly unimpressed. Like, And I've read a lot of <laughs> articles about it where there's a lot of bad story that I don't quite understand. And there's a lot of references and stuff made in the game. But the bid twist, which I won't spoil for those who hasn't played, was even knowing what it means. It's like, man. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, um, I want Deathloop, Spider-Man. That's a, I mean, you know, like I said, y'all don't understand. I'm still playing the first Spider-Man. Like, that's a guarantee. Like, that's a day one cop, like, pre-order. I'm about to hit up Evan so we can talk to Insomniac Games because... Yeah, I need I need that. I need the review copy, all that type of stuff. Ooh, and, you know. it would be good if Insomniac Games would give us some copies to give away to everybody, to all the fan fam. Yeah, it'd be really good if they gave that us a copy really first, too. That'd be nice. Ben know. first. Yeah, let's start there. Let's start there, folks. But I'm, I'm a start big... Start everybody else. Y'all don't understand. I'm my photo mode game. Oh, man. Oh, Lord. I just can't wait. I can't. Like, that, that, if y'all haven't played it for real, though, it's just one of the best games ever. It's, and this, like I said, this is not no commercial, none of that. This shit is just how it is. That shit is fire. <laughs> Oof. Hey, Ben. Lord of mercy. Hey, Ben. Yes. I think it's time for your favorite segment. Is that right? I think that is it, is. it for the PS5. You know, we'll have more on that coming. It's going to be like 500. People were talking. I saw a lot of people tweet. I tweet. seen higher. I seen 800, you know. It's not going to be no 800. I mean, we're getting into like iPhone territory now. Yeah. People talk, I, I, 750, 800. Honestly, I wouldn't put it past them on like maybe a certain super deluxe edition. Yeah, but not on the reg. But that, here's the thing. Systems have largely, at least in, I don't know, the last five years. Well, hell, we're already, this has been six years in this cycle. Systems have normally not gone, what, beyond 500 in mm-hmm. fact? No. So, I'm hoping not, but then again, at this point, systems are, are mini PC rigs that you can't upgrade. <laughs> so some for so so kudos to all the PC gamers out there that are, that are like fuck a system. Pretty much, but I, to be a, they want to be accessible to as many people as possible. At the same time, this is advanced hardware at least for the first year. So I don't know where nah. does the line get drawn no in terms way. of price. It ain't gonna be no eight hundred. Ain't no way. Okay. If so I'm that good. oh. Just to just to close that out, there is going to be two versions. There's mm-hmm. going to be the normal version with the optical drive, the 4K Blu-ray drive, and then there's going to be an all digital version. All Meaning, digi- it's not going to have an optical drive, and because of that, it's much slimmer. Uh, the profile actually looks a little better, mm-hmm. and you just have to download everything. That's um, me. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if that's you, that's great. 
I'm still one of the people who, who not all the time, but generally love having physical copies, particularly like with my Switch. I prefer to actually buy the little tiny cartridge because I have a, a case for it. I think it's cute. It's not necessary now, I know, but I don't care. Uh, but you. yeah, it's time for your favorite segment. Ben. Yeah, nah, I'm I'm straight digi. The last game I bought like a physical copy was Overwatch, hmm. and it's still in the deck. Other than that, everything's been downloaded. And now, you know, that's enough on that. That's enough free commercial for PlayStation over there. It's time for my favorite segment, or one of them, but right now my favorite: the frequently asked questions, where we answer any and all questions that you have for us. The guac is extra. Extra. Hey, we actually did attempt to name a baby a couple weeks ago. Waiting to hear how that worked out. Let us know, please. But you know, we answer anything that you have for us. You can hit us up, contact at forallnerds.com or on any of the social medias, Instagram, Twitter at for all nerds. And what do we have up first tonight? The first question comes from Tia B. What up, Tia? They write, I asked this on Facebook a few weeks ago in lighter times, but I asked it again here. Can we talk about AKAs? What's the origin story and the key to creating good ones? I remember first hearing them on the show and wondering who thought of this and then trying to create my own. Hashtag Quiet Stormborn. Thank you and love what you guys are doing on Twitch. Big virtual hugs. Keep your head up. Heart emoji, 100 emoji, fire flame emoji. Thank you. Um, I think, Ben, you would be good to explain where the aspect of AKAs came from because you were first. Yeah, um... I think it's one of those things that, like most things in the beginning of the show, is something that I either bit from somewhere else and adapted into our own thing. And contrary to popular belief, it is a uh, semi-popular belief. We did not get it from Deces and Mero. Thank you. End the story. <laughs> uh, Deces and Mero was on our show years before they had a podcast or even a show on MTV. Like really right before they got a show on MTV. Yep. They were guests on our show. Shout and, outs. And, and honestly, and what Ben, I mean, what I remember you expressing me is, honestly, AKAs are just part of the culture in general, hip-hop culture. I know yes. you, you said that they used to do, was it on what albums? Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang albums. So you Ray being Porn, a DJ, yep. having uh-huh. that background. Yeah, yeah. that's like two of the things that people don't know, like are, that are really hip-hop about our show is uh, Raekwon, only built for Cuban Lynx's album was when they really went hard with it. And they all came with, like, that's when Meth was Johnny Blaze. Uh, you got mm-hmm. Golden Arms. Mm-hmm. They just had AKAs after. They kept adding them after album. Like every album they put out, they'd have different AKAs. So that was something I always loved about Woo. And so that was something we brought over. And it's just like our drops. When you hear the drops, when they're like this and this and this. And yeah. when I'm not doing this, that's from I'm De La Soul, to, right? Yeah, that's from De La Soul's Dead, their second album. If you go listen to that, all their drops on it are like that. And right. so that was something I brought over here from that. And that's you know, it's just. Paying homage to, you know, the greats and where we came mm-hmm. from. And and, so. and we pay homage to Reggie mm-hmm. Osei. Yes, because, sir. Because uh, you, you, when you guys started that and did that, that was y'all thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what the whole crew was doing. And then, obviously, that that continued on as the show evolved, as I joined, as Jamie joined, etc. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's generally the origin story. It's, it, 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 it comes from hip-hop. It comes from the culture. Comes from comic books, um, you know, the AKA. And and to be clear, that wasn't shade to Deces and Mero. I love them. No, they love, love them. us. They 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 show us love all the time. So it's just that we didn't get it from them. A lot of people, like a few years ago, they were like, "Who are you biting off?" And I'm like, "Are you serious?" But <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all can't be serious. You can go listen to the first episode, and That's Combat's okay. on there asking me what is my AKA. Like, and he's like, 
you got to have a superhero, aka we can't call ourselves by combat and Ben I mean in here. Yes. We got to have other names. Yes. This is, you know, the Hall of Justice. We got to have other names. See? So that's what it was. Uh, and as far as the key to creating good ones, I would personally say they can't be too wordy unless it's extremely clever. Yes. Like I have my longest one, and it's not even that long, but my longest one of Queen of the Amazons Prime subscription. It's not that Mine long, is... but 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 it's but it's long enough where it's like, okay, I get it. I see what you I see all the little different things you're throwing in there. Um yep. So I would say the first thing, just please don't be too wordy or if, or and say it out loud because if you, even though I, I had a little word vomit there, if, if you trip over it too many times, then that probably means there's something up with it and maybe you mm-hmm. have to adjust the structure. And stick to things you like. Stick to things you know because if you start trying to make AKAs off of fandoms and characters and things that you really don't know, then it comes off disingenuous and it doesn't pop. Yes. So those Even are those are my keys. I, I and me, um, I'll add on to that. Brevity is the soul of wit. I think that's Shakespeare, but that goes with everything. You know, it's like being quick is always the best way to be funny. And also to add on to it, I always love a good pun. And even if you don't know that much about it, an amazing pun is just an amazing pun. Like I know little to nothing about Death Note other than like just a very <laughs> basics of the storyline etc <laughs> but i helped you <laughs> yeah i mean but i i came to you right away like you know but i knew his name was light you know something and i was like light work you know that's light work yeah light work it's like come on now like you can't pass that yeah. up yeah yeah, yeah light yeah. work the man but, put and, i mean and, he was and, killing people that was the other thing. <laughs> it's like so perfect so also to Ben's point, which is a little counter to what i just said about knowing that that stuff if you don't know but it's impossible to leave behind like ben would be stupid not to use white light work yagami even if he doesn't know much about (laughs) so that is okay too yeah because i do know dude kills people and so it's light work you know light work yagami like trust is light work to him please go watch the anime (laughs) my man writes it in a book it's just and only season one but please watch the anime (laughs) Yeah, it's super easy. You can, you can watch the dub or the sub. It don't matter. It comes across the same. I mean, yeah, it's amazing. Either way he's writing the name in the book. It's like he don't got to say it out loud. Like, oh, man. Oh, yeah. So that's that's what it is. That is the origin story of the AKAs. And that is how to come up with your own good way. And like the one of the questions asked tonight, I don't be flaming y'all like that. You know, like a lot, I appreciate <laughs> yes, a do. lot of- Yes, you do. I, but With, I when it comes to the AKs, yes, one. you do. But when you have a dope one, I do appreciate it. Some of y'all like, but see some of that thing, some of y'all, and all right, one last thing I don't think y'all pe- people should do is offensive ones. You know, watch that. You know, like watch when it's, you know, somebody who passed away. You know, or just generally, it's, you know, is it too soon? If you had to ask mm. yourself, it probably is. Because unless you're a professional comedian, it usually is too soon, you know? So, that's the ones I would watch. But um, go for the good puns. A good pun is always the best. Yeah. And like, please don't be afraid of Ben. I mean, like, he's yeah, going to gonna laugh. Yeah. He's going to laugh and, and make fun and all that stuff. But... The creativity is still hilarious. Even if it doesn't quite work out, it's still, it's still great. Yeah, and then, you know, you know what to do for the next one. And then you had a fire one. So we've seen people definitely come with some weak ones and then they oh, definitely yeah. improve. And keep, and know? also keep, if you guys 
come up with some for us, please keep them coming because you guys have sent us some great ones. Like yes, like Ting of the North. I didn't come up with that. Mm. So that's and that that shit is fire, and I say that all the time now. So yeah, yeah, keep it coming. The last question comes from Eliel. Eliel writes, "Scale okay, fam, fam." Uh, L-E-L, a.k.a. no, a.k.a., because I'm not about to let Ben I mean blaspheme me here on these internet streets. That's that's my new a.k.a. right there. Ben I mean blaspheme. <laughs> ben I mean blaspheme. Blaspheme, <laughs> Ben I mean. See, yeah. in, inadvertent a.k.a. I love it. Yep. Okay, the question goes, what are your favorite movie and or TV tropes or, or homages to other stories? And what are some examples of an episode or movie you like that uses these tropes? I love the seven samurai episodes of both Clone Wars and The Mandalorian. I love a good bottle episode in any genre. I don't know if I know what that means. Um, just ask me. Repeating. I'll explain that. Okay, yep. thank you. Uh, then uh, he also writes, and I love the relive a day Groundhog Day trope. It was funny in Marlon Wayans Naked, and especially love the way it was used in Russian Dolls. Yeah, it was used incredibly well in Russian Dolls. Oh, stupid. In comics, I love Spider-Man, Miles Morales, number four. Uh, excuse me, Miles Morales Spider-Man number four by Saladin Ahmed and Javier Garon, where they give Miles a Ferris Bueller's Day Off type of adventure. So Ooh, I haven't got to read that yet. Yeah. But Saladin is such a beast. Yeah. So I so either what are your favorite examples of these or any pop culture tropes that are well executed? And uh Aliel listed TV tropes, which I've actually referred to a lot because TV tropes is great. But they're usually, um, people usually think of them as bad. And these are more like good ways of using tropes. Okay, uh, a little explanation. A bottle episode is an episode that takes place in one location. Mm. And it's usually because of budget restraints. And oh, okay. Yeah, um, a famous example of it recently is, I think the episode is entitled The Fly. But it's on Breaking Bad when Jesse and Walter are sitting in the lab trying to kill this fly. And the entirety of the oh, episode yeah. takes place in that lab. Oh, and it's yeah. just the two of them. There's nobody else involved. So the budget was super low. And that because they had some really big episodes that season. But that turned into one of the best episodes because of that. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's an incredible. Now that you explain it, that's yeah. actually one of my favorites. Yeah, it's one of the best episodes of TV. So that's what a bottle episode is. So. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, the Because that- it comes from the term, you know, trapped in a bottle. Gotcha. Yep. So the tropes that I like tend to be anime tropes. Mm. So there, there's tons of them, but tons. Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, them. Final Fantasy. All of them. Like that. Every single last trope uh, you can imagine the, in there. The, the aloof, standoffish main character that's so wow. strong, and he his and he never grows. His like he his personality he never grows. Never changes. <laughs> Seven. But I like it when it's and then when it's I say when I say game. when I mention these tropes, I mean it. I like it when it's done in a to comedic effect. And oh, when it's that's I like definitely that. I like very self-aware things. So lots of the things when they break the fourth wall and stuff like that, like like that's the best because it's just like you as a writer, you're like, I know this is dumb, but hear me out. Look how mm-hmm. smart I can use this. Mm-hmm. So things like that. Um and I think you already said most of them that I do like. Like you said, ex- once you explain what bottle episode is, like I love that. Mm-hmm. I think there was episode of of uh, the Good Place that did that, and I'm trying to remember which which one it was. But the Good Place did it. Lots of shows do that because it's and the ones that are well written are hilarious. Lost definitely did it. I can't remember what episode it was, but Lost did it. Um, 
I definitely love the Groundhog Day trope. There's one that I really don't even want to reveal right now because it's um shout out to Lexi Alexander. She just put me onto it and it's something that I'm using for a strip that I'm finishing up really soon. So um I do want to shout out Clone Wars though. I don't even know what episode was the Mandalorian Seven Samurai, but I know that Clone Wars kept throwing homages in. They did a whole Jaws homage that I thought was incredible. They did a fugitive homage oh, wow. with um, Ahsoka and who is that? I think that was, um, that's not, I think that was Trinobi at that point. Yeah, as the whole jumping off the, I didn't kill my wife. They did that whole scene in Clone Wars. So, um, but not with that dialogue, but that same scene of them being in a tunnel and Ahsoka having to jump off the edge of it. Mm. Yeah, it was great. And they did another one with Jaws that was just brilliant in these underwater episodes. So I think those were always great. But um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what are. I do love a bad trope. I'm trying to think of one offhand, like the old school one of the v- twin having the mustache. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! I, like oh, I love that. bad tropes, I, and you know, Marvel Marvel makes fun of this all the time. The, the tropes of the villain telling their whole life story and the reason of why they're going to do what they're going to do and then it ultimately failing because they was running their mouth. Yes. I love when that's used. And I particularly love, I mentioned Marvel, when it's, they, they got like, uh, and, and Loki did it or tried until he got mm-hmm. smacked the fuck up. Yes. But <laughs> when when they use it, again, to the comedic effect, it's mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, I love the, as you say, the twin, the kind of mirror, mirror episode type shit. Yes. The twin with, with the a mustache. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shout out to Star Trek. But I have Yo, a mustache, uh, so I'm evil. Or Michael Knight uh, on Knight Rider. His twin. I can't remember what his twin's name was, but his he had Kit and the villain had Car. Superman like, 3. When Superman got drunk. Oh, man. I've got those was wilding. When he's getting choked out by his <laughs> Man's was wilding. Like, yo, the Superman movies, is like, y'all have to watch them now. Like, yeah. I watch them way after the fact, but even now, watch them shits. It's so fucking funny. They're amazing. Um, Yeah. All that and, stuff. Yeah. And, and not nearly as good as a lot of people hold them up to be. But, no, you know. it's just funny. Clark, uh, what's the name? Christopher Reeves, though, is, he's, uh, I mean, he's fucking stunning rest in power man like his acting in in those movies is on another level y'all like, brandon roth tried to be him and, yeah. and he got close he got close and even cavill i like cavill but cavill is a different superman yeah like, but, like the, the close to me the closest approximation to christopher reeves is brandon roth's uh, yeah and superman. it's 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 not even close because re- there's a, someone posted this video recently of the whole um when he's standing there with lois and he takes off his glasses and he's like, below us, I'm. And dude takes off his glasses, straightens up, and becomes Superman physically. <laughs> and then she doesn't notice him because she turns Wait. his back. And he puts his glasses back on and shrinks back into Clark Kent. And it's the most stunning acting you'll see in like five seconds. He, he was you know, incredible. Like, yeah, that, Christopher Reeves was no joke. Before like, we end it, that reminds mm-hmm. me of the scene in Dark Knight. When Two Face was strapped up in the hospital bed, <laughs> and, and Joker walks in the there Joker. with the mask, and it's clear that it's not a nurse or an orderly. No, it's just, it's just, you see his makeup <laughs> coming out the side of the of the yeah. mask he's wearing. His hair is wild. 
And he's wearing a nurse's uniform, like a, 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 a dress and a hat and all that stuff. Two-Face doesn't react whatsoever. Harvey Dent. Then as soon off. as man's Joker takes off the mask, Harvey Dent flips the fuck out. Like, oh my God, Joker's here. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. come on. <laughs> it's amazingly bad. Yeah, that that is... But no, that is like a bad scene. While this scene with Christopher Reeve should be in the Smithsonian of acting, you know. Come it, on. Yeah, I mean, it was funny. I, I thought it was hilarious. But... Oh, it's comedy. It's pure comedy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That is the end of the Guacus Extra. If you have a question for us, whether it be about geek and pop culture or it's about your life or maybe something personal and you're just looking for advice, hit us up. Contact at 4 if you want to email us and you need a little bit of space or privacy to t- share your question. Or you can hit us up on our socials at For All Nerds. And especially if you are part of the Patreon fan fam and you are at a certain tier, you get an automatic freebie guac question whenever you want. You just have to send us a note. Mm. I got a question. Uh-oh. What the hell was up with those actors in that video? <laughs> uh, let me say this. And I wanted to say this on Twitter today. Because y'all out there, and y'all know who I'm talking about, y'all hyped up Stanley Tucci, and you see what happened. <laughs> y'all, just two weeks ago, uh, look at him in his arms, and he's out there cooking, and he knows how to cook. It wasn't just Stanley, though. It was Stanley Tucci, Sarah Paulson. Yeah, but the hype, y'all hyped him up. Y'all gassed his y'all head Y'all did up. gas him. It y'all was gassed Je- him. Jesse Pinkman was in that bitch. Oh, he, uh, was, he was already gassed. We already know Jesse gassed, you know? He's still on that that Need for Speed stuff, huh? Yeah, he's, yeah, on, he's still on that Blue Magic. Yeah, if if you yeah. don't know what we're referring to, um, a group of celebrities decided oh. again that it was in their best interest to share a video. Basically, I don't even really sure what they were expressing, but they were basically expressing their their solidarity or whatever. And hear me, like, listen, I understand that for some people this works, but for others like me, myself, and I. I find it vastly corny. Damn, fam. Vastly when, corny. Uh, the, the video was was shot in black and white, which which shout out to Steph I will just sent me, just completely sent me because it was so melodramatic. Yeah. And it felt like they were acting. Understood if they were completely genuine. And I know people's gonna might be mad at me that uh, they oh, oh they tried, they were trying to do a good thing. I personally don't care about that shit. Send in your money, open your purse, do what needs to be done. Draw attention to the people who need the attention, i.e. the black community, and keep it pushing. I don't want the kumbayas. I don't want the heal the worlds. I don't want the Gal Gadot singing and imagines. And I definitely don't want the black and white overtures about how much we need to be a human family. Like, I don't care. I don't. Chop. Mm, you need to make a video of what you just said right there. Put that out. Mm. <laughs> and- that needs to be said in black and white right there. Oh, man. The best order for me is when somebody said they saw him go full uh, Aaron Pinkman or Jesse, Jesse Pinkman. Pinkman. Yeah, full Jesse Pinkman by the end of the video. Because at the end of the video, man, he is full on. Like, he can't keep getting away with this. And it's a little, it's, a, it's, I, it's like I get it, but it's also so annoying. Because it's like, Yo, I get the, it, y'all mean well. And that's no. the other thing. For people's like, well, don't attack them. They're trying to, they're trying to bring us together. No, no, I don't no. care, y'all. Like this was yeah. shit was corny to me. No, and I'm terrible. vocalizing that it was corny. I'm not sure which Period. is worse, that or the imagine. I think this is worse because, like you said, there's so much other things you can be doing. You can actually show up. 
You can stop letting Hollywood have its racist hiring practices from top to bottom. You know, it's the reason why you have a bunch of white people doing this video is because there's not enough black actors in Hollywood. Like, it's just, it's so sad. And all, you know, not all, but you see black actors showing up at the protests. You see them opening up their purses. You know, and y'all out here making videos like, no, no, fam. And and again, I had posted something on Twitter today. It wasn't a I don't I don't know what triggered it, but I just had to say this for white people, for non-black people. Trust me when I say you do not have to be performative to show your support and 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 allyship. But I really I'm looking for accomplish. I'm looking for an accomplice. But if you want to show your allyship, that's cool, too. Uh, You don't need to be performative. Believe me and trust me when I say this. There's so many lanes you could be doing. I understand for for actors, maybe that felt they felt like that was their lane. I but you also have to read the room. Mm. That's the other part about this that I think gets missed and why the celebs get dragged because it's just like they're like, oh well, this is my lane. But I'm like, but did you read the room? Yeah. Did that make sense in this context? There's there's different ways to go about it. There's many different lanes. Every lane ain't for everybody. At the same time, it is okay not to be performative. Like, you you don't need to do it like that. You don't. And, and there's a big problem with this video when it's like, you know, people are, like, throughout the video, the script of it is, you know, we ignored this, we ignored that, we ignore brutality. The funniest part for me is when one shorty is like, I ignore police brutality, and she gives this, and then she stops and gives this face like, <laughs> like that happened, you know? But it's like, one, it's like all these actors suddenly discovering racism in 2020. Like, yeah. it exists or some and, shit. Like, you ain't know all your goddamn life. And granted, some of these actors, they could have been doing the work. Cool. Let your work speak for you. Yeah, let your work speak for you. And then what's insulting about the video is how it ends with this whole vague-ass take action thing. You know, like, take I didn't even action. get to the end of the video. Oh, it just says bad. take action? Yeah, it's like take action. That's their hashtag. That's their website. Take action against you know racism, I guess. But it's like, no, y'all take the fucking action. This is y'all problem. Like, I don't know, man. I don't people are have been calling me radical about stuff and shit because I'm just like, yo, like, okay, the other day, um, this uh college football coach said he's going to get all of his team to vote. You know? Okay. I'm like, cool, that's great. You know, fantastic. Shout out to you. That's a step, fam, but you made $9 million a year, and your <laughs> players are unpaid. You know, and I'm like, is it radical for you for me to ask for you to give up $2 million a year, if not half? You know, well, let's say since the government probably takes half, well, fuck it, a million a year until every college player is paid. You know, like, can you do something? Like, can you demand that? Like, you're in a position to start demanding these things. You know, Shit, but that's you don't thing. even have to do a mill because... Yeah. Even even five, even six figures would be transformative for a lot of those students. So I mean, I mean, he can't give everyone six figures. No, no, but I'm just saying, even lower amounts. My, that's yes. my only point. Even lower but my amounts thing is could like, be transformative. Or even demand change. You know, stand up. Don't say I'm gonna get a hundred students to vote. Be like, yo, I'm gonna demand that these kids get paid. Mm. You know, but that's the thing. It's just, and that goes to the entertainment industry. Don't sit there and make a video. Be like, yo, I'm going to put on my writer that there is a black producer on every one of my television shows or every one of my films. Mm. Yeah. You have you to know? make transformative change. And, and not performative, but transformative. Formative. See what Word we did up. there? Ooh, title of the show. There you are. <laughs> there you go. Inclusion That's is why revolution. That's we make the big bucks here at World Nerds. <laughs>
Uh, I don't know about big bucks, I but know. you know, just <laughs> patreon.com <laughs> slash for all nerds. <laughs> yeah, thank y'all. Because that's the big bucks right there. I was crying Oof. today about not having the money to do the, get the whole PS5 system. <laughs> no, man. Oh, all the accessories. When, when, when somebody hit me with that 800, I was like, ooh. ooh. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, wait. What are you talking about, fam? Like, be quiet. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Go away. Oh. <laughs> Go away and never come back. Um, <laughs> Nobody knows Gollum? Come on, man. Gollum. Gollum. Yeah. <laughs> you mean from Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Okay. That's what definitely. That's like, but I, I didn't oh, pick that until like this. Say that. Could you? Yeah. You, you gotta say it in that in that uh that that voice. Go though. away and never come back. <laughs> when he's really yeah, I didn't peep that till the second time I saw that film in the two towers. How my man is having straight up and down two different conversations with himself. You never like noticed was, that. Like the first time I saw it in the theaters, I didn't really peep it. I'm not gonna lie. You know, it wasn't until I was sitting at home. Like the best part of Schmeagol's I know. I was follow. crying. I was sitting at home, you know what I mean? Rolled up nice, sitting there chilling. And I was like, yo, my man really told himself to go away and never come back. <laughs> and then he's gone for a little bit in the movie till, you know, you know, the golem just gotta come out. I be feeling that way sometimes on Twitter when I say wild shit. Yeah, that's Gollum. I'm like, yo, go know? away and never come back, bro. Yeah, don't blame, don't blame me. I'm just Smeagol over here. Don't blame me. That's Gollum who came out and called them, you know, county. Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. Oh, Terry, Jesus. I'm not talking about him. Next. next. Yeah, next. Uh, my other favorite segment of the show, and one we have had not enough of because of the utter lack of new comics in stores, is... Comic Psychot. Yeah, the effect is needed because we're, you know, in the estate pod, I can't even really get booming like I am in the uh, main spaceship. But, you know, we're here. It's Comic Psychot where we talk about all the different comics that we've been copying, buying, reading, especially reading because lately we haven't been buying much new stuff. Well, if you have been buying, you've been probably buying some old stuff like I have. I've been picking up a lot of trades. A lot of old paper bats, the hardcover of um, House of X, Powers of X, which is so beautiful. Shout out to anyone in the comments for delivering that a couple weeks. Shout out to my mans who just actually dropped off a big stack of comics of just random comic books, which I showed off on the Instagram on For All Nerds. If you missed that, we're probably going to do another one. Oh, shit. Well, maybe by the time you hear this, maybe, mm. you know, might be doing something this Friday. Peep our Twitch, peep our Instagram, keep up with us, and anyone comments, we'll be doing something with them very soon. Yeah, shit, I just realized another week had passed. And one comment that I have to shout out this week is Excellence Number 7 from Image Comics, uh, which is written by Brandon Thomas with art by friend and family of the show, Kari Randolph and Emilio Lopez. And this is the first issue since the trade dropped, so you can go pick up the trade and then get right into the story. If you don't know, Excellence is um, it's an ill-ass comic about black magicians. This whole, like, not tribe, but I guess it's factions, it's families, but it's all this, these actual black people who are involved in magic in modern day. But they exist behind the scenes and they're forced because of their code to like help out people, but never reveal themselves. Mm. 
And one of the young sons of one of the main members of the family rebels against this ideal. And that's the story of excellence. And it's dope. Kari, Brandon, everyone has just been killing it on it. We're going to have them on the show very soon. Yep. And, you know, when you talk about support black creators, this is it, folks. Everyone on the book. And it's a fucking hit. That's the other thing. And it's crazy to see because they've been working. All three of them have been working in comics for years now. We've known Kari and Emilio personally for years now. They've been on the show, I think, both of them twice now. And to see them go from where they are, where they were, to where they are now with this book is so great. And I love to see it. And just pick it up. Excellence number seven right now in stores. And you can get the first trade, Excellence Volume 1, Kill the Past. I've got that trade. It's actually beautiful. I'm actually going to send my copy of that out to our Patreon subscribers very soon. So one of y'all look out for that because you're about to get blessed with that joint. And yeah, make sure you pick this up, y'all. It's so dope. Such a dope book. And in some other comics I cop, very important news right here, folks. Very important. Big news right here for all nerds and anyone comics is coming together to support the case of Joshua Williamson. I mean, Joshua Williams. And if you don't know the man, Joshua Williams, he was a young man who was in Ferguson at the protest. And he was arrested and tried and sentenced for basically nothing and has been sitting in jail ever since. And this June, he's up for parole. And so there's a big movement to write him letters. You can go to freejoshwilliams.com. To learn more about him, learn about his story, learn how to write letters. They have videos there. They have a sample letter that you can copy and fill in the extra details that you need. Everything. Because mm-hmm. that's what he needs more than anything. He needs to see support from the community when he goes from the pro- in front of the, the parole, parole board. board. Yeah, yeah. He needs people to know that he has support, that he has love out there, that people Character are going to help him out when he comes home. And all these letters will help. Mm-hmm. Trust me. The you know this is how it works in these situations. Okay. So and and just to add some a little bit more specificity, it was mm-hmm. December 2014 when he was arrested. He was 18. Wow. And he was arrested for stealing a bag of chips and lighting a trash can on fire during mm. the protests at Ferguson or near. Ferguson. And you know how it is, folks. They just made an example of him, and so he's been sitting in jail for now that's yeah. six years. I like, mean, they took his. It took some formative years away from him, which is yes. A travesty in and of itself, but but yeah. so many so much more, uh, and it's just fucked up all around. But to Ben's point, we want to we want to you know do something to 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 help and like as he mentioned, writing character letters to him, letters to show that he is supported and we need him in the community. Um, mm-hmm. We need him out of jail. Yeah. Um, and in addition, we we've teamed up with Anyone Comics because uh, we received a note that Josh enjoys comics and mm-hmm. that he was looking for some while he's still um while he's still car- incarcerated so what we did was we talked to anyone comics we asked them if we could basically create a comics i copped fund if you will mm-hmm. um create a box where we can just buy a bunch of comics for him and get them sent out to 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 joshua um anyone comics thank you guys so much they they, they love the idea they thought it was dope they've 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 done stuff like this before so we teamed up um I want to give you guys the number to anyone comics because if you call them during business hours, um, tell them that you're wanna, you want to buy a comic on behalf of Four All Nerds and Joshua Williams, 
um, and whatever comic you want. I think is there any guidelines for the type of comic, Ben? I think like pretty much, you know, nothing that has no, like no pornography. Yeah, no, no adult joints. You yeah. know, keep it simple. Josh likes books about black people, obviously, and about liberation and all that things. I can tell y'all from my time uh, myself when I was incarcerated, I always loved, and even afterwards, I always loved reading stories about people who overcome great things. Mm. So. Because it helped me realize that I could overcome what I've been through. And so if you can know a book like that, anything that inspires you personally, these type of things are the type of things that I would definitely recommend. Because anyone can order any book that's in print right now. They can order it and then have it shipped directly to him. Yeah. So Ben Amin and myself, we are buying a bunch of books for him. I'm um, getting them House of Vets, Powers of Vets. Yes. And they can't be Guaranteed. hardcover. It can't be hardcover. It has to be yes. softcover only. So, so no hardbound trades or anything like that. But... Um, if you guys want to also add into the comments I cop fund, like that box of comics that's going to get shipped to Joshua, call anyone comments located in Brooklyn. Their number is 347-350-8422. Again, call them during business hours. Um, like look, you can look through their site. I believe they have site. Yeah. Look through their site. Let them know what comic you want to buy. You can you can you can pay for it over the phone. And again, mm-hmm. make sure you give them Joshua Williams' name, or you can say for all nerds. They know yep. where it's to go. They're gonna compile everything and get it shipped out to Joshua. Um, and, and again, as Ben Ami said, please, and I'm I'm gonna take some time to do it myself as well. Please write a letter for mm-hmm. Joshua Williams. And again, you can go to freejoshwilliams.com to get some guidance on how to frame the letter you know a template on, on how to write it and what you need to have written on it to make sure it gets to him mm-hmm. Ooh, all right and in some other news we have to make a very sad announcement because this is something that has hit very close to home for all of us on the show um friend and family of the show jazz fly um passed away earlier this week uh we got news of it we i've known jazz since um i think i met her i don't know maybe one of the second third times i was on combat jet show she was one of the original hosts along with ny delight of the combat jet show and so we met back then and had known each other ever since um i didn't even know that she was like into film and writing i knew she was a writer and stuff obviously because of all the music and everything and the interviews but i didn't know she was a film writer like that until she actually started working in hollywood and you know we were all super proud of her out here and just all her moves and she accomplished so many things in such a short time and inspired so many people but it's just really it really is it's something that really has been bothering me because we talk about that a lot on the show about dreaming your dreams and, you know, that's something that combat inspired in all of us and, you know, following your dreams. But something that I myself personally have learned over these last few years is that you also have to very much protect your own personal dreams, right? When you start achieving these dreams, you have to make sure that you know that this is what you want and that, it's all not about that, you know, that life is always more important, you know, than like what's going on right then. And to really 
like know that this is like it is oh man it's tough for me to talk about because it just bothers me so much because lately i've been really having my eyes open to hollywood like having worked there and having seen how the sausage is made it's really opened my eyes and seeing how it treats people and seeing how it treats people of color and that was something that i really felt about the that video that really bothered me because it's like because there's not enough of, of us working behind the scenes because of it's usually one of us in a room full of white people when we're in a writer's room because there's no or very rarely you will ever see a black producer on a show there's like one black head of studio i think right now you know if that so hollywood will put an immense amount of pressure on you you know and i think that a lot of people don't understand that because I've talked about it on Twitter and people will be like, oh man, but we need you there because you got to tell our stories. And I'm like, yeah, but that means I have to go through a lot of fucking stress personally. Mm. And I'm like, is it worth it all the time? Mm. You know, Hollywood Shuffle, one of my favorite movies of all time, talks about how there's always work at the post office. That's like the line that Robert Townsend keeps drilling into your head throughout it. Because there is always work at the post office. You know what I mean? There's always something else you can do. And it's like, that's what I've been talking about a lot Like later on Twitter. is like, is it worth selling your soul to, you know, for a check? Because Hollywood will definitely test you. Like, I can tell you all straight up. I've made different money in my life all kind of different ways. But that was one of the first times where I saw a check like that. You know, where it was like, like that. You know, yeah. where a check just came in every week. And it was like that, you know, and for it was hard work. Don't get me wrong. Being in a writer's room is hard work. But I've also had way harder jobs that paid nothing, you know. And so that's what it's it'll it'll fuck you up if you let it. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I want people to understand, man, because that that's something that really bothers me about this whole situation with jazz. And like you're going to see a lot of people come out and I don't I don't feel like. You know, I don't feel like I was there enough. I didn't know her. You know, we were friends, but we weren't like super tight. Mm-hmm. But it still bothers me that I didn't reach out, you know, enough when a lot of things were going on. And, you know, that it just sucks, man, because yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, you, it's natural yeah. to have regrets. Yep, it's natural. Um, I, I had I felt the same way. I'm mean, obviously I was much closer to her, but I felt the same way when. <sighs> When Mia passed, um, Debbie mm-hmm. Eva, um, she she used to be one of the she was the head host actually of Outlaw Bars, our anime podcast. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I you know I said my piece on Twitter uh, already about Jazz. Um, her name was Jazz Water, Jasmine, but Jazz Waters, and mm-hmm. she went uh, went by Jazz Fly in the industry. But again, I didn't know her well personally, and I only actually met her a couple of times. But we did speak, and in those times. She taught me so much. Like she taught me more than some people have taught me in years. So mm-hmm. it, it hurt. And all I can say is just rest in power. You you are loved. You will continue to be loved. And I stress is real. Stress is super, super, super real. Yeah. And pain is super, super real. So count your blessings. Yeah, man. Yeah, count your blessings. And like I say, really evaluate things in life. And just like I've been talking about Hollywood a lot and about how it is. And, 
you know, a lot of people I know are like, yo, Ben, I got this script. And I've read a lot of people's scripts. I'm like, yo, these are fantastic. You know, I wish I had the power to get you into a room right now. But what I've also come to realize is if you got that dope ass script, man, y'all fucking go make that shit, man. Because you look at the most successful black people right now in Hollywood, and they're all people who created something on their own before they came to Hollywood. And that's just all there is to it, you know? And so if you want to be one of those people, that is the way to go. It's the same with a record deal. It's the same thing with Hollywood. Like, the rappers who are the best or at the top of it are the ones who, you know, did it for themselves first. Jay-Z, Drake, etc. You proved that you're a hit before you get there. And then you'll never be going there begging. And that's something that I had to learn personally. Like, I don't have a hit, but I'm financially stable now where I don't have to worry about getting that check from Hollywood. Mm. So me being in a room doesn't impress me right now, money-wise, at least at staff writer level. You know, that's just me being honest. Like, it's, you know, because I do other things to generate funds. And when I was writing, I wasn't doing that. So now that I've gotten that, you know, back on my feet where I'm like, ah, I don't need to be in a room. You know what I mean? If it's the right room and the right situation, I'm down for it, but I don't need it and I'm not going to stress myself out to do it. Yeah. And that's what I think a lot of people have to get to that point and have to understand that about Hollywood because otherwise it will do things to you that you don't want, man. You don't want to ever be in a position where you need anything from anyone. And that's something I really recommend to people out there who want to be creative. If you have a great idea, make that shit. Get your friends together, put some money up, and make it. You know, buy a camera, use your phone, whatever you got to do. But just do that shit, y'all. I'm, I'm, I swear to God, like, it'll change your life. And then come back and give me a job. <laughs>